0: Time now for our Focus on Faith interview with Dr. Brian Radican, orthopedic surgeon at South Bend Orthopedics and the team doctor for Notre Dame football since 2010, someone we've, we've gotten to know pretty well over the years.
1: Well, you know, I had the pleasure of covering the rat when he was a defensive <laughs> lineman uh, for Notre Dame, and, and they had some very good teams, obviously, under Lou Holtz in the late 80s and 90s, and he was always a good interview, but
0: uh, just such an impressive guy overall. Went on to play in the NFL for the Colts. Learned to appreciate surgeons as he had multiple surgeries himself. Always wanted to come back to Notre Dame when he realized he wanted to become a doctor, but he wanted to make sure he got the best experience possible. Learned from some of the great doctors in Philadelphia and Los Angeles. Worked with the Eagles, Phillies, Lakers, Dodgers, and all the pro sports teams in Philly and Los Angeles overall. Came from a very faith-filled family with nuns and priests on each side of the family. Met his wife, Maura, at Notre Dame, and they have five kids, including Connor, who played for the Irish himself, graduating last season. That's where we begin our conversation with Dad getting a front-row seat to watch his son. Here's Faith, Family, Football, and Medicine with Dr. Brian Radigan. All right, Doc, I want to start with this. You had the opportunity to not only play at Notre Dame, but now you've been able to be on the sidelines while your son played on the Notre Dame football team. What was the previous four years like being the team doctor while also watching your son Connor play for the team? Well, Ajah, first of all, thanks for having me, but it was was great. It truly was really special, and I'll
2: tell you, more emotional than I anticipated, having your own son on the team. My favorite part of every game was watching him run out the tunnel, and then of course I ate the smoke in the tunnel while I was trickling out there, but watching him run down the field, take a knee like I used to in the end zone, was special just watching him live those days with his teammates and then he gave me the courtesy of you know giving me a hug before every game we give a little
0: hug and then game on that is what I'll miss the most that is what I'll miss the most. it was amazing was it tough being the team doctor and a parent at the same time while being on the sideline
2: not not really it was actually uh, more enjoyable to be honest with you because all of his friends uh, occasionally they would get injured he's buddies with all these guys and they were very very professional None of them ever asked him to get involved, never tried to do a backdoor. They they were able to separate their friendships with the medical side. So it never, that was my fear that that was going to get in the way. We're going to have some sort of like awkwardness and it never was. The kids are very mature, more mature than my teammates were back when I played. (laughs) They are great young men now and I'm, I'm excited for all their futures. They were terrific
0: and never once did they put Connor in an awkward position for injuries. You've been back over a decade now as the team doctor and the the chief surgeon for Notre Dame football. What has overall this experience been like for you? It's been really
2: special for me and my family in a lot of ways in that this is what I wanted. Even when I was playing football, I thought this is what I want to do for the rest of my life is to maybe be able to help take care of these athletes and keep them on the field. I very much appreciated, you know, I had seven surgeries in my playing days, and I, I really appreciated the trainers, the staff, the, the student trainers, the doctors that you know, patched me back up. They allowed me to continue trying to do something I wanted to do in a way that I tried to do at the highest level. And that influence really made me want to do the same thing. I grew up in a, a household where you know, my mom was a nurse and my dad was always putting things back together as a mechanic. So it kind of meshed really well together that we were going to you know, maybe find that as a lifestyle choice for me. So playing and now getting to the point where I get to do it now, it really is uh, its so satisfying and, and truly a, a dream come true.
0: Let's go back to childhood then. Uh, you mentioned your mom and your dad in their professions. I know it was a very strong faith-based family and also sounds like you you have a litany of faith-based people, whether it's priests or nuns. Break down how, how strong the faith was, that Catholic faith in, in the Radigan family.
2: Yeah, it, it was uh, really strong. My mom and dad both grew up in towns of a couple hundred people in the you know, southwest Iowa area. And, and religion was a big part of both families, and which is great, I'm sure, why they were meant for each other. And we saw a truly loving couple with my mom and dad and all of my aunts and uncles. It's a big family, and both sets of grandparents. And then there's, there's priests on different sides of the family. There's nuns on both sides of the family. And, and growing up, I think it actually helped seeing that they're all normal people. Like You don't grow up seeing that they're different or there's something unique or you can't be afraid. They were the best athletes in the family, were the priests and the nuns. I mean, they were the, they were the ones I hung out with the most. And, and part of that was just having great values growing up. And then you know, I started uh, off in a, a public school system until I got to fourth grade where we were able to find
0: our way into the, the Catholic school system, which I stayed in uh, forever. And then ultimately you decide to, to go to Notre Dame. How much did faith play a role in that decision? You know, when you when you get recruited, there's a lot of things that you look at, and you
2: you get wrapped up in a lot of things. And so you, you create this pro and con list of every school. And I knew you know, I was a, a decent student back then, and I, I wanted to go to a, a good school. I wanted to be on a school that was going to compete for a national title. And I wanted to go to a school that had some some of the values that I had. And so it was a pretty easy choice to be honest with you. So coming out of a Catholic high school, Notre Dame was the only Catholic school on my list and Stanford and you know, there were some other schools that we won't talk about like USC. But um, among all those, uh, the academics were strong. They just won the national title, my high school senior. It was an easy call, but they had a lot. And Lou Holtz was uh, a pretty strong influence. My grandmother wrote him a letter um, about how important it was for me to continue Uh, my faith-based education, and and he showed it to me once. Um, Of course, I was in trouble when he showed it to me and said I was letting my grandmother down. (laughs) So um, it was pretty special for our family, and it was a super easy call to go to Notre Dame for
0: that. We're talking with Dr. Brian Radigan here on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Football Fix, talking faith, family, and football. He's the team surgeon for the Notre Dame football team. All your pre-med courses at Notre Dame, like biology, chemistry, and whatever, we're at the same time as football practice. This. So did that make the road to being a doctor a little bit more difficult? So
2: that actually that's an interesting story. That's why I couldn't be pre-med at Notre Dame. So they they were. And I signed up for all of those courses my freshman year. And three days after I got to Notre Dame, Emil Hoffman, the old freshman coordinator, he sat me down and said, Guess what you're doing? You're not doing this. <laughs> he sat me down. He's like, You're on scholarship, you have a football scholarship, and they practice when all of those classes have labs. So you cannot miss those classes and expect to succeed. And you can't expect to miss football and ever see the field and maintain your scholarship. So it was a pretty easy call. He's like, take the core classes. Everybody has to take these. And let's try to figure out a way to make this work for you. And as I did that, I took all the core classes. And I, I, I don't know how it happened. I drifted toward business and loved it. You remember Frank Eck, you know, he's got his name on some of the buildings. I remember he put his arm around me one time at a hotel at a game against USC. And he said, you know, hey, Brian, I like you. Uh, There's something about you. I think you're going to run my corrugated piping business in Ohio someday. When you're 18 and you have somebody like Frank Eck telling you this, guess what you're doing? You're going into business. So I fell in love with business. I liked it. I went in full steam ahead, and it made sense with my schedule. Uh, When I finished, though, at Notre Dame, I knew it wasn't exactly my path. So when I went to the Colts, I was able to – I called a bunch of med schools, and I said, you know, what's it take to go to medical school? What do I need to do? And they just told me, you know, biology, chemistry, physics, organic chem, you got to take the MCAT. You already have your degree, so just get this. I said, okay. So in the offseason, in my three years with the Colts, I took biology, chemistry, physics, and organic chem. I just I took a couple classes every spring, and
0: when I was done with the Colts, sat for the MCAT, and then went to med school. Not the normal path, probably, <laughs> for an NFL football player. What, what was the reaction from, like, teammates when they heard – what are you doing?
2: Yeah, I, had a, I, had a, I was known for a couple of things when I was with the Colts. One was my car, which was awful. And two was the fact that I was taking classes in the offseason. Uh, they respected it. Guys were great. I mean, they, there is so much free time in the NFL in the offseason. Like, you can't work out from 8 to 12. You have nothing else you can physically do. So we either went bowling if it rained, we went golfing, or we played basketball. There's a lot of free time. So I had plenty of time to take a couple classes and study and do well and still have all the other stuff to do and have fun with my teammates. So they were great. No one, you know, I didn't want not play video games, right? I did classes instead of video games. Otherwise, it's a pretty good offseason in the NFL. So no
0: one should feel sorry for me. I had plenty of time to get the work done. And at some point in here, you have – You've met your wife, Maura. Take us through how you courted her and how that relationship developed. And obviously she became a lawyer and you were in the NFL and you're trying to become a doctor. That had to be a difficult thing to navigate. How did you guys able to navigate that and now obviously have a beautiful family of five?
2: Yeah, you know, you just, when it, it works, it works, right? So sometimes things can be a little hard where you got to like work a little harder to make things happen. But it never really felt like that because I really liked her. You know, and I think she liked me enough <laughs> at the time. So when you, when you have that kind of relationship, it wasn't work. So I'd come up every Tuesday on her day off, and I'd visit her at Notre Dame when I was with the Colts, and she'd come down on a lot of weekends, and we kind of stagger our weekends. It was just it, it wasn't too far where it was a drive away, right? So we could still see each other. Glad I didn't end up with the Cowboys, but it just worked. She was the smartest person I've ever met, and she her brain was phenomenal, and all the things she could do at one time. I remember coming back and helping her study one time. And she had everything memorized. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, you're too smart for me, right? I don't know if this is going to work because I'm going to slow you down. She was amazing. And her family was amazing. But we met at the end, our senior year at Notre Dame. So it was kind of a a late meeting and we just kept it going. And it worked really well because she stayed at Notre Dame to go to law school. So she's a double domer.
0: And while she was there, it was really fortunate for us to be able to keep the relationship going as you guys are doing your own thing and starting to save together, other, how much did faith kind of help you in terms of realizing, okay, I think this girl's the one and making it work in that regard. Yeah, so
2: you know, sacred heart, there's nothing about, I've been to that parish, you know, there's nothing like that. All right. So for us, we really looked forward to that Sunday mass and we would go there as much as we can. And we were always so impressed by the students and their ability to sing. That's my favorite mass. It always will be, right? Other than your marriage, right? When you get married, I'll have to put that in there for her, right? But it was something for us that we really looked forward to. Notre Dame provided that for us. You can walk around campus. As a matter of fact, this morning early, we were able to, have, I had a case cancel, so called her. We quickly ran and did a walk of campus. We really look forward to this place at Notre Dame a lot. It's just, you know, St. Joe Lake, St. Mary's Lake. We went over to church and just, there's something about it that grounds you and you realize there's so much more to this world than just the two of us and we're so
0: lucky to be a part of it. During this you're you're getting you're becoming a doctor, but you're also having this idea that you want to eventually come back to Notre Dame. Take us through the path and why this was the place you wanted to come back to. Well,
2: I mean a lot of the things we've talked about for the special events that happen, the people you meet, the atmosphere that you're a part of at Notre Dame, it can you can go on and on about what's so great about Notre Dame. At some point, I thought the college-level athletes were the, the athletes I might relate to the best. So when I went off to Philadelphia, that's where I did my medical school training, um, I initially accepted med school at Dartmouth, but then uh, Moore and I, we were married at the time, we had our first baby due um, after the acceptance for medical school. So we, uh, we rerouted, I called the Philadelphia one Jefferson and they said, it's okay. I can still go there even though it was way after the date because Moore's family's from Philadelphia. And that was truly divine intervention for us because having family nearby, when you have young children, there's nothing better, right? They were so, so helpful for us. And to be there, it turned out to be some of the best training I could have ever expected in Philadelphia. And then I met all the people in Philadelphia for training, for residency. So after your four years of medical school, orthopedics, sports medicine is what I wanted. Well, they were taking care of the Phillies, the Sixers, the, you know, the Eagles. So for me, it was an easy call to want to stay there for my residency because in my crosshairs was coming back and trying to be Notre Dame's team doctor. I knew that the whole time. I have to have the right training for this. Part And the doctors you train with, Everybody has a little something special they bring to the table and you kind of bring it all together. You know, you, you take something from your mom and your dad, you take something from this physician and that physician, and you try to create your own
0: style. And then eventually you you get to South Bend and you get the job with South Bend Orthopedics and then you become the team doctor for Notre Dame. When you knew for sure, hey, I'm now the team doctor in Notre Dame, this is something I've dreamed about. What was that like? <laughs> so uh,
2: it, was, it was phenomenal. I, I saw it coming a little bit, but it, you never know till you hear it, right? So my first two years, we shadowed, and you, you kind of help out a little bit, and then Brian Kelly came in, and he shook everything up. I mean, he shook a lot of things up, and he got rid of these people and got rid of that person, got rid of the gym. He really made things happen, and so nobody really knew, and he, he brought Cleveland Clinic in to maybe be the orthopedic doctor. So he did a lot. I mean, he's, he's trying to revamp the program in the way he knows, and he didn't know me from Adam. You get to know things. The next thing you know, I'm getting calls from all these people I trained with. Hey, I got a call from Coach Kelly. Hey, I got a call from Coach Kelly. It was a cool call. Thanks for letting him call me. I was like, what are you talking about? Well, he was checking me out. And, and I respect that. And Good for him, you know, to at least look and see what he's got in his backyard. And so he, I remember he brought me in on a Thursday and just simply said, do you want the job or not? And he may have had a couple other choice words in there that I can't repeat on the radio. <laughs> so um, I was like, yeah. And that was it. It was just like that. So I got the job, and I, I remember walking out, and I told Moore, like, I'm the head team football doc for, for Notre Dame. And, you know, big hugs. We went and celebrated, and we were actually on our way to go meet a, a couple of friends of ours in Chicago for a weekend uh, getaway anyway. So it was a perfect timing. We had that weekend getaway, and uh, it was pretty special. We, we had a great opportunity
0: to, to really enjoy it because we had some time away. You've performed whatever it is, hundreds of surgeries on Notre Dame athletes over over time. You do like to to do a, a prayer with the family if if they choose to want that uh, beforehand.
2: Yeah, it's one of my favorite parts. So, you know, everybody there's all makes and models, and everybody has their own choice of how they want to handle things. And we really try hard to figure out the art of medicine, not only just the science, right? And so I think I one of my most proudest things is that I can try to do that. And many people are faith based, and they have a lot of anxiety on surgery day. And so if you start to pick up on that a little bit, it's always offered. And sometimes I'll lead a prayer and we'll hold hands with the family and the patient. Uh, Sometimes the family members will lead the prayer. Um, And at Notre Dame, it's pretty special. Uh, We have Father Nate Wills, who's the team chaplain for a football team. He comes in. So I let him know if there's a surgery on one of the guys and he is remarkable and most of the I mean I don't know anybody who doesn't like Father Nate right he's just a, a terrific man and the role model and he's great influence for all these guys and for me too uh, so he comes in five in the morning before surgery and he will lead a prayer and I know most of the they all appreciate it so much and so do I, I and mean, so I feel you feel the gift in your hands right and the people are are trusting
0: me at that time so it's pretty special it really is. And finally, we mentioned you, you know your marriage with Mora and how you balance everything. I mean, you're a team surgeon. You're on the road a lot. Your wife is a lawyer. Your you have five kids. Your your daughter is playing Division One basketball currently. How do you guys figure it all out? You guys is a loose term. We
2: have a CEO in our house, and you can ask everyone in our house who that is. Mora is remarkable. So we have a constant running joke on our family that if there's a vote about something, we, you know, where do we want to go for something or where do we want to do that? What do we, if it's a six to one vote, that one's going to win. If that one is more, it does not matter. <laughs> she runs a show and I, I mentioned earlier, her, her brain's very unique. She can handle so much and she organizes everything. I truly could, and I know people say that all the time. I truly could not do it without her. She can handle anything and does it with grace. I don't know how she does it. I really don't, but I rely on it, and, and unfortunately, I probably depend on it too much. I probably should buck up a little bit more, but she is truly really amazing. She knows where everybody is at all times, and our kids are, are phenomenal. I'm so biased now, but they really are. They they are good about including us and keeping us in the loop, and, and they try hard to be a part of everything, so in the end, it's more running the show. She's really, really good about it, and, and Notre Dame's good about it. They let me like I would not go on a Friday to a game. I'd go Saturday. I'd stay here and I'd watch my kids play and I'd, I'd fly out Saturday morning for a game or drive out myself and I'd ride back with the team. So they they all understand, family first, right? So I'll go see my daughter play and, and they know I might not be there during the week to cover some practices. They don't care. As long as I do my job and have a partner available to help cover, um, they're great about it. Family really is first.
0: Doc, thank you very much for sharing your story and thanks for all you do as team surgeon. Uh, my pleasure, on. Huh? Just great being here. Great seeing you.
1: I'm a little disappointed you didn't mention that any of his children were 46 student-athletes of the week.
0: <laughs> well, pretty much all
1: were, right? Probably. Uh, more than likely, yeah. I'd have to go back through the files, but I can think of at least two and maybe all three, uh, Sean, Connor, and yeah. Kelly during my watch. So, yeah, what a great family and, and what a great guy. And to have that goal, and and I wonder how many people he expressed that goal to. Like, I want to be the team doctor at Notre Dame someday. But he certainly had it within his heart. And to carry that with him and kind of have a plan, but to see how god worked in that plan and brought it to fruition for him that's that's
0: a great story i love when he pointed out my mom was a nurse my dad was a mechanic it kind of does make sense right when you think about it that actually makes sense as someone to be a team doctor and a surgeon right he's got all the makings to make that happen especially with the faith aspect as well and really cool story about bringing father nate wills in for any football surgery to do that prayer beforehand uh, really need to hear all those conversations
2: are you paying more than you should for things that don't really bring you peace? Struggling to meet your financial goals? We can help. Hi, I'm Diane Freeby of Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, inviting you to learn how making little changes to daily spending habits can make a big difference. Schedule a free financial checkup today at NotreDameFCU.com slash elevate. That's NotreDameFCU.com slash elevate. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union.